Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Creative Alchemist, a podcast for creatives by a full-time creative. I am your host, Sulinette. You may call me Sulinette. If you are already a monthly supporter, thank you so much. If you'd like to become a monthly supporter and help me keep doing what I do, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash The Creative Alchemist. Thanks again. Hi, friends. Quick thing before we get into the episode, there is this exciting event called Decolonize and Discover happening from June 17th to 19th. The Decolonize and Discover Festival was created with the desire to amplify the voices of BIPOC, the LGBTQIA community, and people with disabilities within the world of creative storytelling. At Decolonize and Discover, you're invited to try LARPing, cosplaying, podcasting, and more to delve into the creative arts and tell a story that is uniquely yours. Yours truly will be a panelist that weekend. Again, this is happening from June 17th to 19th. It's happening at Ye Old Commons in Charlton, Massachusetts. Tickets are on sale now. Grab yours at sanctumworld.com. Again, that's sanctumworld.com. Today, we're going to talk about fear. That thing that we were taught through movies, cartoons, and more that we need to get rid of, that you need to defeat defeat your fear. We have the narrative of like demonizing our fear as though it is our enemy. We think in extremes. You're either fearless or you're a coward. You're either completely brave or you do nothing. I would like to offer you the gray area. The gray area of being afraid and doing a thing anyway, especially creatively. Creativity takes a lot of vulnerability and vulnerability, plot twist, is bravery. I've been a guest speaker and a panelist and a performer at a number of events and on multiple occasions, I've gotten the question about my perceived confidence. Questions like, how are you so confident? How can I be that confident on stage? I call it perceived confidence because someone from the outside can look at me and think that I'm quote unquote fearless, that I know exactly what I'm doing and that I'm totally comfortable up on stage. Meanwhile, I can be shaking my leg under the table and on the verge of passing out and my friends, let me tell you, Oftentimes, before I go up to perform on stage, I am on the verge of passing out. <laughs> so, so some people, they see me perform and have told me that uh, they could never do that, that they have hella stage fright. And I hear that. So do I. The first time I got up on stage to perform at an open mic, my hand was shaking so badly, I could barely see the words on the page in front of my face. And about a decade later of performing, I still get adrenaline rushing through me. I still get a little woozy. But there have been a couple of things that have helped me to keep going. Uh, The first one is the realization that fear might always be there. I don't think humans naturally belong on stage, so our brains are always going to try to protect us by screaming all the things that could go wrong. It's my job to change the script by saying things like, but what if it goes well? We think of the worst thing that can happen. Well, I'd like to offer to you, what's the worst thing that could happen if you don't do this? So for me, the fear of not doing something was and still is greater than doing the thing. I'm more afraid of staying in an audience, of, of missing out on performing, of missing out on sharing my work, than I am, uh, than I am like putting those things in front of people. 
which is also scary. It's also very scary. It puts me in a very vulnerable place, but I'd rather be doing that than not doing it. So, and that takes a lot of mental gymnastics and it takes a lot of unlearning and retraining, again, retraining how you think about the scenario. Um, the second thing that helped me was asking myself questions and changing the narrative around emotions. Your feelings are just information. So for me, when I feel my heart pounding, I can tell myself that I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, or, or we can expand our emotional language and make room for other possibilities. Like, why am I afraid? Is it because I'm only focused on what can go wrong? And if so, what if I focused on what could go right? What can go right? Am I excited? Maybe I'm excited. Maybe I'm looking forward to. Hey, we've gotten through this before and chances are I can do it again. I've performed before and th nothing exploded, including me. <laughs> so maybe chances are really high that this time I can make it to the other side. I want to do things that excite me and physiologically speaking, that means my body is going to react almost the exact same way that it does when I'm afraid. It's what meaning I give to that that matters. So I invite you to expand your emotional vocabulary. Maybe you are afraid, maybe you are nervous, but also take into consideration that maybe you're excited about something. Uh, the third thing that has helped me to keep going is uh, to keep going. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know I'm gonna mention this in another episode that either uh, is gonna come before this or after this, but um, you have to keep doing the thing and it'll get easier with time. Um, and easier doesn't mean that you don't stop feeling things. I would be very concerned if I was gonna go to perform and I didn't feel excitement, if I didn't feel a little nervous, if I didn't feel a little nauseous. Um, I would feel, I would be very concerned if I was just like super nonchalant about what it is that I was doing. Um, practice does not make perfect. Uh, and I'm not a huge fan of the word perfect, but putting things into practice instills them in you. Uh, it becomes a part of you. So by consistently performing or uh, running poetry at home, going to open mic, sharing poetry with others, as an example, um, it made it easier for me to keep going. Um, and that could only have happened by doing the thing. There was no way for me and for most people, I would argue, there's no way for you to like mentally prep yourself for something you've never done before and expect a quote unquote, like perfect, uh, perfect performance or perfect execution of what it is that you're trying to do. You just got to keep going. So those are like a few of the things that have helped me to keep going in terms of my fear and how I handle it. Um, these things, they, they lay and have laid for me a foundation for more bravery. Confidence comes through competence, which is just another way of saying you want to be brave. You got to do the thing. Even if you're scared, here's your alchemy assignment. Number one, what's one thing you've been wanting to try that you're also afraid to try, write it down. Number two, get curious. Why are you afraid? Is it comparison? Is it time? You've never done anything like this before. You don't need to change this. This is just for you to be aware. Number three, what's the smallest step you can take right now towards something you're afraid of doing? 
What's a baby step? Four, do that teeny tiny step. Five, rinse and repeat. I'm wishing you all the best of luck. You got this. You can do the things. Now, please, for the love of everybody, go do the thing. And now it's time for the outro. Alrighty, mi gente. This has been another episode of The Creative Alchemist. I am your hostess with the mostest, Sulinet. You can check out the rest of my life at sulinet.com. That's Z-U-L-Y-N-E-T-T-E punto com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and support it with a monthly subscription by clicking on this episode's description or by visiting anchor.fm slash thecreativealchemist. Thank you to our current supporters. Until next time, stay hydrated, stay creative. Peace.